0: It's Jen the Builder and Corey. And we are on the elevator ride and talking about the last practice for Atomic Habits in the
1: first days of June.
0: Yes. So the middle of the year is here <laughs> already. And it's funny because when you talk to people and you're, and you're like, so what are you going to dress up for Halloween? Or what are you <laughs> doing for the holidays? They're like it's so far I said, I promise it's going to be here before you know it.
1: Yeah, and here we are.
0: Yeah, here we are. So, Corey. Yes. How has this series of um, Atomic Habits been for you?
1: It has been pretty eye-opening because, you know, I know a lot about the the Atomic Habits that – um not only I do, but other people do and how it affects us. But, you know, when you hone in on it and you really start thinking about um, the power of either creating or stopping a habit, there's a lot of things to draw from uh, from both sides of that. And I, so I, I really got a lot of it and really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. So I'm I'm glad because I was worried about it uh, because we went in quite a bit you know we've never broken down a book or a share in four episodes i don't think no so but what i love about it's been um something new each time so today is the fourth law and it's making your habits satisfying Mm. so when you hear that what comes to mind um
1: what if you really want to know the honest truth and i'm not in that space right now but (laughs) i i used to be in that space Uh, and so i know it very well it's like that habit of waking yourself up going to the gym, getting on the treadmill, lifting weights. And then at the end of that, you're just like, oh, I feel so good. I feel so yes. great. And you're ready to just start your day. And, and there's a, an a, abundance of energy behind that. And it actually like jumpstart something inside you to eat right, mm. to you know think about what you're going to do and how you're going to do. You're very intentional from that point on.
0: Yeah, it's like a feel good, do right moment, right? Yeah. When you When you're doing those things, and I remember when we worked out daily, it's like ah, oh, in the beginning, and then you get through ten minutes, you're like, okay, I'm yeah. rocking, I'm rolling, I'm doing my thing, and then you get all pumped up, and we go to the gym, like, okay, we're only gonna spend thirty minutes here, and you look at the watch, and like two hours later, you know, we're like, okay, we gotta go.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's not the the average. Uh, Gym time, and we're very aware of that because uh, (laughs) two hours is quite a bit. But uh, where we were going to the gym, there were multiple things to do there. So we were cycling. There was swimming. There was um, a protein bar where you can get protein shakes Mm -hmm. and you can get boost in your in the shakes and stuff like that. So we weren't this just there doing push-ups for two hours, and we ran
0: into people we knew all the time.
1: Absolutely. Oh,
0: one of my favorite stories. And if she listens to this podcast, it's all good. Um, My old boss, Catherine, when (laughs) we'd run into each other at the gym and we but at that time, I was no longer reporting to her, but people are funny. Um, And I don't want to say it's a woman thing. I'm sure guys can get here, too. Uh, We just so happened to be on equipment that was right next to each other. And they weren't exactly the same type of equipment, but is working out the same muscle group. And so, you know, she's hitting it and doing her thing. And I go on mine. And so, of course, I'm pumped and I'm going to show her up and do more. Oh, boy. (laughs) And she kind (laughs) of did the same. And although you try not to make it obvious that you're looking at each other, but you're looking at each other.
1: Yeah, men aren't like that too much. <laughs> At least the the circle that I run into, typically either we're going to encourage one another, or we'll just go separate ways. It like, was oh,
0: encouraging, though. Oh yeah, I in know. In that weird way, right? It, like, but
1: that's a woman thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then, um, but yeah, it was so much fun. So that's what we mean, or that's what the book means by making it satisfying when you're building these habits in the beginning you may not feel satisfied the thing here is that long term eventually you're going to be so satisfied right it's like when you have a bad habit let's just pick a real one um i want chocolate so you have chocolate and in that moment or soon after it's satisfying like oh that was so good oh yeah. this is good from opening up the package and hearing it. And I always think of Willy Wonk in the Chocolate Factory. Um, you know, I, I'm big into sounds. So that sound of the foil, the paper, um, when you undo it and then you crinkle it up because you're about to throw it away, just that is even engaging.
1: Can, can I sidebar for just a second? Sure. Please, please don't forget <laughs> about that. But did you know... That movies are very intentional about that kind of stuff, mm. so they know that we're um, our senses pick up. We're not inspired, but we're drawn to heightened, heightened. Yes, uh, when we hear certain sounds. So if you hear someone walking in heels, most women are like, "Yeah, they're on those shoes." If you hear, a, like you said, a snack opening, or a, even better, a soda. Soda,
0: yeah, the can, and you hear that. Psss,
1: mm-hmm. pss, you hear, yeah, that, that was good. you hear that sound and you're like,
0: oh. or when someone eats an apple yeah, and it crunches, you're like, ah, oh. you don't even like apples, but you're like, mm, <laughs> maybe. Right. <laughs> well, that's what it is. Right. So it's satisfying from the moment you experience that. Um, the book says that actually a big part of behavior is in your mind. It's the imagining of the experience. Mm-hmm. It's not, so much the actual thing, which is so interesting, because your mind automatically is stimulated from the thought of it. So anyways, chocolate, right? You're satisfied. It's great, long term, not so great. So you can you flip it. A good habit, a uh, habit that's promoting your health and your success may not be satisfying that moment, but as you do remember frequency, right yeah. and then long term i think that's what happened when we were working out it was very satisfying yeah to go to the gym and get the competition yeah and we we mean you and i corey we do expand on the gym thing and so i want to take a moment to explain this briefly if you have been and i'm speaking for me not necessarily for you if you've been a bigger person your whole life um you'd understand this. If you've never been overweight, you probably wouldn't understand this. There is a freedom when you can do things normal. And what I mean by that is when crossing your legs is becomes a fantasy, Like, and I hope people here understand what I'm saying, and then all of a sudden you can do it, you're like, oh my God. And then you're like pretty woman status when you go shopping and you, or you put your boots on and you're crossing your legs, you zip it from the bottom up. Like that's an experience when you're able to get on a treadmill and do a little jog for 30 minutes straight. That's amazing. Right? So, uh, that's the part for me that was very satisfying. It's like, Oh, this is what this is like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hear you loud and clear. Good stuff. So that's what the last one is. And then they say, um, the book says you don't ever want to miss a habit that you're trying to build two times in a row.
1: Mm, That's that's very key.
0: Right? Yeah, that's typically how people get off of their
1: trend or their habit is they'll they'll miss once and then they'll get back on on par and then they'll discipline themselves and say all right i missed one time but i'm not going to miss again so i'm going to get this thing going but usually if you miss twice in a row you've pretty much broken your habit and now you're on to something else because then it's easier to compromise it's easier to convince yourself you know what you're just going to start this again in a little bit because it's not the right time for it. You know, you, you missed yesterday. You missed the day before. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and, and pause this until we can do it, you know, on a regular basis. And yeah. It's game over.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, Corey, in this one, it also talks about giving yourself rewards. Now, this is where <laughs> it can go totally bad because I'm like, oh, I've eaten well and healthy. I'm going to have a cheat day today.
1: That is so
0: funny to me
1: because I don't believe in that. I mean, mm-hmm. I just got to call it like it is for myself, for other people. And I've been around people that have worked out for one day and they say, oh, I was so good today. Tomorrow I'm having a cheat day. And I'm like, really? Not tomorrow. Not about next <laughs> month or something, but not not the next day. <laughs> you know, right? But hey, you know. I guess you got to figure that out. You got to understand that part. And that's the beauty in this journey called life. You know, whether it be um, a goal in food, a goal in exercise, a goal in uh your work or your study habits or whatever it may be, um you have to learn how to set these boundaries. You have to have those conversations, those crucial conversations with yourself about how you want to move forward and if you deserve something or if you're just rewarding because you're really breaking into uh, to the the habit, mm-hmm. the old habit. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah, I think the rewards sh- should support the habit, right? That you're trying to form. So I see this a lot with people who are studying and are making a career out of going to school, and you know that's just the thing. So they'll do. I think I've talked about it, the Pomodoro technique, where you dedicate. 50 minutes straight or 25 minutes straight, whatever it is to studying and not breaking from that. And then you have your five, 10 minute break after, and you could play video games or watch um, something on YouTube or real on TikTok, whatever it is. And then after that time's done, so there's your reward and that's done. And then you go back to the thing, Right? you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, I know for us, when we were working out my, Reward uh, for me it was always get, getting getting a size down, like that was huge for me. Or getting new shoes, you know, to work out in that was always cool, and it supported the habit we were trying to build. So as we sum all of this up, I know the questions in the beginning um, in building these habits for long term behavior change is. One one of the things that really stuck out to me is it's not so much about the goal you're setting, but the system you set in place. Right. And I was like, man, I wish I'd known that. So that was the biggest takeaway for me. Um, and then asking questions and like who do you want to be? Like what what are you trying to become? Uh, prove it with the small wins, the small habits, and then become that person. So, I think we mentioned this before. If I'm trying to be someone who can uh, play the piano and sing again, right? What does that look like? Well, I'd have to get on the piano and start to sing. right. And so, how many times am I doing that per day, even if it's just two minutes and getting back on the keyboard and that eventually builds more time, you naturally want to do do it longer. So um, that for me was my my takeaway.
1: Um, I also believe that you have to walk in who you are and who you want to be. And I'm not talking about perpetrating or fronting like you're something that you're not. But if you are in the process of, of becoming a better artist, a better singer, a better musician, and you've already began that that journey into being a better musician then walk in that don't walk in the the fact that you're still being trained how to do this you're still going through classes yes. you still have a tutor or, or a, um, a trainer for the the particular instrument that you're in, interested in begin to walk in that professional
0: yeah because that's your identity. Yeah, now,
1: that's your identity right? now. So the the sooner you're able to walk in that and live in that, the the easier it is and the more it's convincing to others that this is what you are. And I, I I'll never forget this as a young musician, one of my really good friends would always say to me, you know, we're musicians. So and I didn't think of myself as a mm. musician and I was like, man, I just started playing. I really I'm not really a musician yet. He was like, "No, man, listen to me." The moment you begin to say that you're a musician, you'll begin to do musician things. You'll begin to practice yes. as a musician, not as a beginner. You are a beginner musician, but you won't look at it that way anymore. And so he just always referred to me and him as musicians. And so I was like, okay.
0: Yeah. And it,
1: that that mindset began to set in. Yeah. Changed my world.
0: I love that. I'm thinking about times where you know people are like oh you're so creative you're such an artist oh, well not really an artist you know i'd be like i don't draw or anything like that or <laughs> oh you're such a great speaker oh i'm you know it's just silly i'm just on stage talking <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know and then i play me back <mumbles> at the end of the day i'm like why do that right you're
1: downplaying something that you know you were actually attempting to do
0: Yeah, and you bring up a good point. So I'm going to ask you, Corey, for people who struggle, whether it be because of culture, their upbringing, or maybe something traumatic happened when they tried to show confidence in self. What does that look like? So, you know, I will just say I personally struggled between making myself credible by the way, by what I did and being comfortable with speaking on it. And then there was that part of me that was like, oh, you sound so stuck up. And they're going to think you're so full of yourself, you know. So what do you say to that person?
1: It's our stinking thinking. And we have to get <laughs> out of our heads about the things that we are attempting to do and change the the narrative. That's what I've always told myself. Change the narrative, Corey. So you go from not being to being. You, don't, you never go from being to not being because that's a harder transition to make if you're anything if you're a smoker if you're a drinker if you're a a partier or whatever Mm. it may be you know it's always harder to stop doing something so just automatically start saying that this is what you are and as i said walking in it and before you know it it's as easy as one two three meaning taking you know one step a second step a third step and before you know it you're like, oh, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm existing.
0: Right, right. I like that. Stop stinking thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you've been um, quite full of these funny things that you've popped up and said here and there. I'm going to give everyone an example. So, Corey and I, one of our favorite things to do if we can is take a nap during the weekend. Something we look forward to at least once during the weekend. and. If y'all have been following and riding on the elevator, you know, I'm going through some changes. And so these hot flash moments are like serious. And Corey, you run cold. So (laughs) I already know where you're going. (laughs) I'm like, uh, I'm going to turn the air on and I'm going to get you a blanket. Right. So I'll make sure you have your blanket, but the air is running. And you're like, are you really still hot? I'm like, no, I'm fine now. I'll turn it off. And it was so funny because I come back, you're all, I have frostbite. I'm like, what? <laughs> it <laughs> it's was, not It's not just I'm freezing cold. It's just those things that you say that no one really says. I felt the pain <laughs> of the cold
1: on my face. It felt like frostbite for a, for a brief moment. And so I was like... Man, it's cold in here. I need to give her an understanding of how cold I really am.
0: Like even right now I'm I'm hot. But anyhow, speaking of hot, this weather that we're having in California.
1: Insane.
0: Yeah, and I was talking to my sister, right, who lives in England. Um I'm really happy about that. I'm not going to air our business there, but it's been great connecting with her again and speaking to her more frequently. Um speaking of Habits and behavior change and building relationships, right? That's, that's what that's about. Um, She says because of the global warming that England actually gets better weather now, like where it's actually warmer and they enjoy a summer. So, um, which is interesting because she was in the water. I said, I heard that water in England is cold, like, at the beaches, you know, you hear the same thing about the Atlantic Ocean on the east coast of America. Um, she goes, all oh, not anymore. Pretty and pretty. I was like, oh, wow, it's it's become that way. And there were things that I didn't even know. Lakes that I used to love to visit. Apparently, there was no more lakes there. Mm. Did you know that? Like the Great Lakes? Like Big Bear. Oh, that's not a great lake. I didn't say Great Lake. Oh, no, I didn't. I'm idea. just saying lakes. <laughs> And you used to swim. You you told me a lot of your stories when you were younger. What is it? Salton Sea? Oh, boy. Don't tell anyone that. Why? Right.
1: Because it place is toxic now. <laughs> I might be a mutant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, the weather's been amazing. And um, not your typical June weather, that's for sure.
1: No. And it's been warm yesterday and today. And it's supposed to cool off again and be cloudy and, and overcast. So... We're going to see some pretty big changes in our weather. I don't know if it's, um, I'm not going to get into all that, but I just hope we can enjoy this new, uh, this summer that's coming up.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to ask a favor from everyone listening. If you know someone who has some things they're working on in life and you want to see them succeed and it's creating these habits that are actually easier than what we make them to be, you know, please share the four episodes in which we're talking about habits. I think it's really going to help people. And um, it's such perfect timing because like we said at the beginning of this episode, it's already the middle of the year. Before you know it, it's going to be the end of the year. And here people go with New Year's resolutions. And we could already start working towards the thing instead of waiting another six months. Yeah, you can
1: actually prep, hint, hint, for your new habit. And then your new habit won't be so hard to adjust to because you've already prepped for it.
0: Right. And we've mentioned this, too, is actually moving on it, acting on it and not getting stuck on the prep and planning piece. Yeah.
1: So before we go, uh, there's a few things that I really want to talk about. I want to announce a couple of things. Uh, Jen has a really big speaking engagement coming up. I'm going to let her speak to that a little bit. Uh, we, we can't go into detail about what it's about, but what we can say is that Jen, Jen is taking on some different platforms and she's going to be upping the ante, so to speak, with how she's speaking and where she's speaking. Jen, please talk to us a little bit about that.
0: Well, like you said, I can't go into detail. Yeah. um, But I get to speak to a Big group of people that take care of people in the healthcare industry. Yes. And I am changing my style a little bit for this. Um, I'm really excited about storytelling. I'm excited about elevating. um,
1: Why is that important in the field of work that you're you're in and going further into as far as coaching and and speaking to people? I I need you to really dive deep for me
0: so, well, okay. So typically right now what I do is growth and development and the people I work with are people who know me. So there's a sense of comfortability there, right? We've been partnering for some time now. Um, this is important for me in my next uh, chapter in life because I'm meeting new people. And so I get to exercise the ability to connect with people you don't know and have it be in big crowds. And that's something I love to do. So I'm really excited about that and setting my mark, if you will, on my expertise and my niche and people be able to see that and hopefully share on that and, you know, uh, bring possibly more business and help me grow in different ways and different arenas and different forms for speaking and this is the stuff that i've been dreaming about so the fact that it's happening like there's no better time than now
1: than the present yeah
0: so that, that's what's Does that happen- answer your question
1: absolutely okay. and so i you know i really needed to, to uh, get you to put that out there because you guys what you don't know is that jen has this uh amazing passion to do a few things, of course, growth and development. But then there's the coaching aspect. But then there's that learning, teaching, and sharing aspect that she has in her speaking that that it's a real talent of hers. She doesn't get to talk about her own talents very often, and it's really hard for her, but not for me. I can talk about people's (laughs) talents, including my own, which I will in just a second. Uh, I can talk about that kind of stuff all day and all night.
0: It reminds me of when I used to speak at local colleges. It's that kind of feel. And I was like, this, this is what I was born for. This really speaks to my purpose. Yeah. And so to have it um, here again. Yeah, it's in your lap. Yeah. Take care of it. Treat it like a newborn
1: baby. Uh, (laughs) On on the flip side, talking about me, um, some really great things have happened. And I'm really excited about it. So I was waiting for my illustrations for my children's book to be oh, they look so good. To be done. They are done and they, I have them. They're in my possession. So I am ready to really just dive deep into putting this thing together. I'm taking my time, guys, so it won't be like next month or anything like that. Um, there's a few things that I have to do uh, in order to get the book completely ready. But, of, of course, everything's done. The writing's done. The illustration is done. Um, Putting the book together is all that's left. And then I can start the marketing scheme. I got to brainstorm with some people and and, and my team and just get this thing pumped up. Um, next thing is, which will be the soonest thing happening, will be Wishbus USA, which we're so overjoyed about. If you haven't checked out Wish USA on YouTube, please check it out. Because when I announce it, I'm expecting everyone All of you guys that are downloading and listening, I'm expecting for you to at least go over there and check it out and say, you know what? A sucked or they were awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. And then last but not least, the Shameless Band is releasing a new single on July 4th this year. And we're excited about that. The song is called Monkey. Uh, It's pretty much the backbone of what the Shameless Band is about and where we came from and how we've, gotten to this point now so if you're interested please give us a listen and i'm not saying please like i'm begging you i'm saying please because sometimes to be polite is better than just say get out there and go do
0: it (laughs) yes (laughs) all right well thank you for the updates those are huge super excited for all of it And thank you to everyone who continues to listen to this podcast and take the elevator with us and supporting um, the work as we support you. So if there's anything we can do, you know, we're just an Instagram message away, DM or email, um, Jen the Builder underscore elevate or take the elevator underscore podcast. And my email address is Jen the Builder at Gmail. So let's connect. You know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day, elevate.